With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, our best and worst of the weekend coming up. When is a no-hitter? Not a no-hitter. Alex Smith, now retired, will join us. How close did he come to maybe joining the Jacksonville Jaguars as a backup quarterback to Trevor Lawrence, reunited with his college coach, Urban Meyer. He will join us coming up here in a moment. Also, what is that like when you know that your successor is there on the same team with you? Aaron Rodgers going through this. Matt Ryan might be going through this. And we've seen quarterbacks down through the years where firmly entrenched, and then the team says, we got to start thinking about the future. It happened to Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre. You know, it, it, you know Tom Brady comes in and uh, Drew Bledsoe. Although at the time, you're not thinking Tom Brady is going to take over for Drew Bledsoe anytime soon. Because Brady was uh, not a first-round pick. And Bledsoe had just signed a $100 million contract. He got hurt. And then Brady stepped in. And Drew never got his job back. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin, update the poll results. Most likely quarterback in the top five to not work out. Trey Lance took a slight lead over Mac Jones for what that's worth. And just to get you up to date on what's going on, there's a lot of talk from uh, the NFL insiders that Julio Jones could be on the move, could be traded. And you probably, according to my source, would have to give up a second-round pick. He's 32 years of age, and he's a uh, future Hall of Famer. Would we say that, McLovin? Julio Jones, future Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Not quite sure what's a Hall of Famer and what is not. No, I think he's really universally considered a Hall of Famer. He's got a lot of big numbers, and he's respected. Is he better than Calvin Johnson? That's a great question. Because... Neither won anything, although Julio did play in a Super Bowl. Both incredibly quiet during their career. They neither talk at all. Yeah. Paulie? They're quite similar, Dan. Um, Julio Jones started a little slow in his career because of injuries out of college. His first three years, he was good, not great. But then he had about a six-year run where six Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. He had a couple seasons with 1,700-yard uh, season. He had an 1,800-yard season, 1,600 he led the league in a yardage a lot. So he had a basically a six-year run where he was the best, like de facto best. And I think he's uh, his uh, salary is team-friendly this upcoming year. Then after that, I think he makes about $15, $16 million. But if you're New England, if you're Baltimore, Seattle, what would it take? Second-round pick? You got a draft pick in the 50s. Would you give that up for Julio Jones? I would. If you're ready to win now, like, yes, Baltimore, you got to get some receivers here. Yeah, McLevin. But aren't you trying to build this thing around Matt Ryan now? Like, give him every chance to succeed. If you're not going to take a quarterback, you're going to take the best weapon away from I know. But then I guess you add another weapon. You're going to bring in Kyle Pitts. Unless you bring in, if you bring in a quarterback, 
then I could see where you would trade Julio Jones. I get that. But if you're bringing in Kyle Pitts, would I want to keep Julio Jones? I'd, I'd want to keep him for this year. See if you can do some damage there. Uh, we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'll start with you. Best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend. I actually watched a lot of Texas-Kentucky women's volleyball Saturday night. I was watching Lakers-Mavs flipped over for a little while. Wildcats win their first volleyball title, the first one ever for the entire SEC. They had never won a volleyball title, so I did check that out. So it was women's volleyball. Women's volleyball, Texas-Kentucky, extremely competitive, and I have a whole new appreciation Stop. for volleyball. Stop. What do you mean, stop? Uh, come on. We know. I watched like a lot of that. It went like four long sets and... SEC takes no, no. over the volleyball world we for the get, first time ever. I know. We got it. I don't believe you for a second. Worst of the weekend. 17 seconds into the fight, uh, UFC 261 former middleweight champ Chris Weidman's lower right leg snaps. Mm. after and I didn't fall off completely, but it snapped. It broke, I guess. After Uriah Hill checks his first leg kick, it was similar to the way Weidman had beaten Anderson Silva in a UFC title fight eight years prior. All right. McLovin, best and worst of the weekend. Best, my man. Future MVP again, Bryce Harper, two home runs yesterday. Phillies lose 12-2 to two to the Rockies. Nice. How do you hit two home runs and lose 12-2? to two? That sums up the season. That's when nobody else is on and you homer. Uh, yeah. Other worse is Kim Mulkey leaving Baylor after three titles to go to LSU. Just after she was announced to go to the Hall of Fame with Michael Jordan announced, uh, introducing her. How could you leave the program that you've built as you're about to go Hall of Fame? I don't understand this at all. I feel it's a little disloyal. That was a shocker. Because I'm thinking, you're not leaving. You built something. You've won three national titles there. And, you know, she was a staunch defender of Baylor. Everything that had to do with Baylor. Seton O'Connor, best and worst. Uh, my best of the weekend. Did you see there was this crazy crash at Talladega? Uh, Joey, Logano Joey Logano went yeah. airborne yeah. and a whole bunch of cars crashed. Um, and I think actually one of the drivers is still in the hospital. Um, but they have this view that Joey Logano's car flipped over Bubba Wallace's car. Um, and it's this really crazy view. And after it, uh, Bubba Wallace said, trust me, my underwear is in worse shape than my car. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have to have a sense of humor when you're doing something that reckless. Sure. Um, and my other best of the weekend was... Uh, also UFC 261. Um, I don't know who these guys are. I don't know anything about fighting, but I do know that in the main event, when you're there and a guy throws a punch and you're smiling uh -huh. at him, and then 10 seconds later, you get knocked out, boom, right on your feet. It was awesome. It was so great. Paulie, best and worst. Dan, my SIU Salukis, 34-31 over Weber State, your Wildcats. It was uh, fourth and sixth. I love the name. The quarterback for SIU, Stone Labanowitz. Love it. He hit the guy in the end zone for the win for Salukis. And then the 1AA playoffs continued this weekend. Uh, team still alive. Southern, South Dakota State, James Madison, North Dakota. North Dakota State, of course, Sam Houston, Delaware, Jackson State. All right. No worst. Uh, if you're wondering how a pitcher can go a whole game without allowing a hit and not have a no-hitter, welcome to 2021 in Major League Baseball. The uh, Diamondbacks' Madison Bumgarner pitched a complete game without allowing a hit. And since it was part of a doubleheader, those games go seven innings. And apparently that's not an official no-hitter. They, they had a committee that they formed back in 1991 and said that a game had to be nine innings or more to count as a no-hitter. I have no idea these days. A doubleheader, extra innings, adjustments, still hard to get used to. Runner on second base to start the 10th. It doesn't feel like real baseball, and the rules have changed. But I will say this. The NFL gets all this attention because of rule changes or interpretation of a rule. They get a lot of attention, a lot of publicity. Maybe this will help baseball. But Madison Bumgarner was pretty impressive. I'm not sure if yesterday's official outcome matters one way or another to him, but it definitely feels weird to say he didn't get a no-hitter when nobody got a hit. If you had a seven-inning – so let's say you're pitching – the second game of the no hit or the uh, doubleheader, and it's zero zero in the seventh, and you have a no hitter, and you throw nine innings of no hit ball, so two innings that are extra innings, and you win one to nothing. Is that a no hitter? Because seven is an official game in a doubleheader. If you go nine, does that count as a no hitter? 
is Harvey Haddix credited with a no-hitter? Harvey Haddix, former Pirate, uh, I believe, back in the 50s, threw a nine-inning no-hitter, 10 innings, 11, and then I think he lost to the Milwaukee Braves in the 12th inning. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he had a, in May 26, 1959, he had pitched 12 perfect innings and lost all of it in the 13th. Is he credited with a perfect game? No, because he did not complete. But, but he if, went nine innings. Right. A lot of guys went in. There, you could find 20 different guys who went into the 10th inning with a no-hitter. Back, way back when pitchers pitched deep. Yeah. If you pitch a eight-inning no-hitter and it's rained out, do you get a no-hitter or is it, is it a separate category in the baseball record book? That no hitter rain out. Is that a separate category? I don't know. Yeah, so the rule in 91, they changed it. That doesn't count as a no hitter if it's a rain out and then shortened. That was the point of the rule because they didn't know about the seven inning double headers then. Yeah, but now that you have, it's an official game. Like everything counts. The stats all count, right? The wins and losses count. Everything counts except for is it a no hitter or not? Are we going to have separate seven inning no hitter categories? Yes, he <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of BS. They pitched the whole game. He pitched a no-hitter. I mean, Madison Bumgarner didn't say, hey, I only want this game to be seven innings. Yeah, McLaughlin. What about all the guys, though, and I've seen it a million times, going to the ninth with a no-hitter and blow it? Yeah. Like They'll be like, well, we got eight and a half innings, done. <laughs> I, I know. I agree with you guys. It should be a no-hitter. but Does anybody here feel like Madison Bumgarner should not get credit for a no-hitter? Paulie. He should get credit for a seven-inning no-hitter, which now becomes a new category, and he's first man in. Because it is a different, it's different than a nine-inning no-hitter. Nobody else has pitched a... There have been two official no-hitters, I believe, this year. But there's been no other seven-inning no-hitter in a uh, doubleheader. Correct? I, this year, no, I don't think so. There but must they, have been a rain delay one at some point in history, but this in this year with this format, no. Okay. Yes, Todd? It's just absolutely ridiculous. Any time there's a game that's recognized, no matter how many innings they want to play with, if that is a legal full game, all records should be on the table, whether you're the pitcher or how many home runs you hit or how many ribbies, any record, even though it's seven innings. And I understand people have lost no hitters in perfect games in the eighth and ninth innings before, but that's insane to me. They shouldn't have changed it to seven innings in the first place. Yes, McClellan. So last year they played, what, 60 games? Like if the big debate is if a guy had hit 400, would that count as a 400 season? The answer is no. Yeah. Like, I get that. That's only 60 games. I get at least have to come close to a semblance of a full season. Yeah, McClellan. I have kind of a hot take. All right. Well, kind of give it to me then. I'm starting to like the guy on second and extra innings. I was watching the Dodgers Padres, and I'm like, I can't sit through more innings of this. I need them to come to a close. I know. I feel like a dork for saying that, but. No. Nine innings of baseball is a long time. I don't need four more innings. Yes, Todd. So what's next? If the stats show that that doesn't speed things up, now it's going to be, how about we go one out and a runner on third and a sack fly gets the run in. You know, you're just going to keep playing with it until you find a way to get an easy run in so it doesn't go more than a 10th or an 11th inning. It's stupid. This is as upset as I've seen you since you I don't like When it comes to baseball, bagel. maybe it's my old Little League days, I just I find that insane. Seven inning games that don't have a double header and don't make up the game. If it's such an inconvenience that you got to get out of there as quickly as possible and you got to take two innings off each of the games, then don't play any double headers. If you got to, some rules count, some don't. You got to play into the eighth. Yes, Paul. Any chance the commissioner rethinks this after Todd's venom? I think so. He really yeah. needs. To, he really needs to uh, yes, get I, back in the boardroom there with the with the committee there. But also, so do I adjust a pitcher's ERA because he has to face one more hitter with the DH? You know, in the American League. Do I do I allow to like right and, and do uh, well batters get fewer at bats? Not many, but you get a handful of fewer at bats if you play in a couple double double headers. Mm. But we're talking baseball. Although we were talking baseball in the uh, first hour because Trevor Bauer of the Dodgers gave up two home runs to Fernando Tatis, and uh, Tatis mocked him as he went around the bases. I think he did a Conor McGregor pose too. <laughs> Now he, did, he did the full Monty here. It's like, I, hey, I, I, I'm hitting home runs off Trevor Bauer. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to mock you. But Trevor Bauer, to his credit, said this about Fernando Tatis. 
I'm all for it, and I think it's it's important that you know the game moves in that direction, and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field. Another one of those moments today, I got Hosmer on a, a curveball in the dirt and hit him with a sword celebration, and the next at bat, he hit a curveball at my face and gave me the sword celebration at first. And we kind of laughed about it, and we've got a little history together. We played against each other for many years, and that's what it is to be a competitor. You know, like I'm gonna go at you, and I'm gonna get you sometimes and then you're going to get me sometimes. So we can have fun and we can celebrate it while we're still competing at the highest level. I just thought that was an important note tonight. thought it was great. I thought it, you know, it did help that uh, the Dodgers won the game. You know, so that helps Trevor Bauer's mood a little bit. But uh, I did, I liked it. If a younger generation embraces this, I'm curious to see what it will do for the game. Yeah, see. I think it's interesting that he, I mean, everybody knows that they do it, but it's interesting to me that he's admitting that they throw at people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we throw it. Like, you know, you have to stop throwing at guys who are celebrating something they did on the field. I don't know. Just... I think that's one of the more cowardly acts that we have in all of sports is when somebody homers, the next guy up might go down, or the next time you come up in the lineup, you're going down. You could run around the bases in 12 seconds, but somehow a pitcher is going to take it personally where you're showing him up. And I, And if you're in the American League, you don't even have to come to the plate if you're a pitcher. It's it's cowardly. And, or my favorite, or least favorite, is guy homers, next guy up homers, the third guy up who didn't do anything gets thrown at or gets hit by a pitch. Like, yeah. Like, what did I do? I just, I'm, I, I'm keeping my spot in the order here. Yeah, see. It's like if a dude hits a home run and the next hey, before you get up, try not to hit one out because I don't want to get hit. I don't want to take one in the back, all right? It's like the guy on deck after the guy yeah, homers, yeah. he's like, oh, great. Oh, great. I'm going to yeah. get plugged. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, congratulations, Tommy. Yeah, Paul. I've always wished they would do this as a rule. You know how when a batter is upset and he wants to charge a mound? He can charge a mound and that's legal. Let the pitcher and batter duke it out, but no one else is allowed to engage the fight. Because, you know, the, the guys in the dugout for the team with the bat, they're right there. They could just pile over the pitcher. You know, the guys in the outfield takes them like 30 seconds to get there. It's an unfair fight. No one's allowed to, on a mound rush, engage it. It's mano a mano or imano. Whatever they call or a mano. Yeah. Uh, Julio Jones apparently is on the trade uh, trading block, uh, according to sources. Uh, then you also had the situation with uh, the Niners, that they're on the clock with the number three pick, and who are they going to take? Is it Trey Lance? Is it Mac Jones? Feels like it's those two, and you got probably differing opinions with the Niners. It's, it's weird to have differing opinions. This is what I'm told. Differing opinions on Trey Lance and Mac Jones, because when you make that trade, when Kyle Shanahan says to John Lynch, I'm going to go up and get my guy. Does anybody say, well, can we hold on a little bit here? Can we, can we vet this out a little bit? And that's what's surprising. Did you do that? Did you know who you were going to do? They know who they're going to take. Feels like they do, but it feels like there's, it's not unanimous. There's not uniformity when it comes to this pick with the Niners. Yeah, McLeod. If it's going to be Lawrence one and um, Zach Wilson two, I mean, at a certain point before the draft, the Niners don't really have a reason to hide who they're going to take. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, creating chaos for everybody after this with you're going, wait a minute, they took Trey Lance. Are they lying the whole time? I mean, as, as a spectator, a viewer, I'd love it. I, what if you did this? This is going to sound crazy. Absolutely crazy. What if the Niners said, you know what? Let's just keep Jimmy Garoppolo. And we're going to take Kyle Pitts. Like, what if you said we're going to have George Kittle and Kyle Pitts? Right? And they hit it this whole time. They went up and got Kyle Pitts. Yeah, You already have a team that's ready to make a Super Bowl run. They just got injured last year. Yeah, McLovin. That would be the trade. What it was a three first rounders for Kyle Pitts. Oh, I, I love it. It's a great idea. And it'd probably be the best thing for them to do. Oh, Jeff in California. Then we'll take a break. We'll talk to Alex Smith. Hey, Jeff. Uh, five, nine, two thirty five, all stomach. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, first, um, the worst of the weekend, uh, the Padres taunting the Dodgers. Come on. You guys haven't done nothing, okay? <laughs> We're world champions. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and the best is, Dan, your wedding. You got one upped on your in-laws, man. They had, they had military uniforms. Are you kidding me? Did they have Colin Powell in their uh, wedding? Uh, you know, I mean, geez, Louise. Oh, I know. I got roughed up there. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, my uh, my father-in-law, he had uh, the father of the bride. He, uh, if you've seen the movie Officer and a Gentleman, he's, he's dressed like Richard Gere. He's got his uniform on. He's got medals. Got all these medals. He brought he brought a sword <laughs> to the cake cutting ceremony. And I was gonna bring my sword, and I decided <laughs> not to. And he's got his sword. He looks like a million bucks there. Yes, he. This might be a dumb question because I think we all know the answer, but how's his handshake? Firm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. And he uses military terminology with everything. You know, hey, we're going to go uh, over here after uh, the rehearsal dinner, and our mission is, and I'll go, our mission? What's our mission? And our mission is to have a good time. And I go, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Did a roll call at the wedding? Yeah, thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> that, that's There's some people you don't want to go toe-to-toe with, and those military guys, when they're dressed, you, just, you want to tap out. Oh, and the women were melting. I thought I had a tuxedo on, and I'm going, all right, you know, I'm doing okay. I look pretty good. He didn't, like, bring out a guitar and start strumming. No, it, he didn't do that, but, but I mean, he might as well. He, he could have arrived, you know, in a submarine and gotten out. <laughs> they parachuted in. Yeah. <laughs> where, hey, where's Chip? He's, Here I come! Yes, yes. Dan. Was he was using military time? I yes. think things are going to get started yeah. about, oh, 1,400 <laughs> hours. We don't need that. Uh, you know that song Danger Zone from uh, Top Gun starts playing. <laughs> and then he wanted to play. He wanted to play beach volleyball and we would have shorts on. Like no no shirt and jeans. He arrived uh, to the Chip's wedding. here. Hold on. Yeah, Chip's here. And here he is. Let's say hello to Chip Magner. Come on in, Chip. Easy there, women. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. And here's the father of the groom. You used to know him. He's the guy who left ESPN. He... Say hello to Dan Patrick. So anyway, Chip, tell us more. Tell us about the submarine you were on, Chip. When you were protecting our country, tell us how you did it. Does he say things like... Uh... Well, wait, I was going to tell this story. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's still classified. Anyway. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that's still classified. I, I can tell you, but I have to that. kill the entire wedding party. Yeah. <laughs> there was this time where uh, in the Bering Sea. <laughs> I had a paper clip and a packet of chewing gum. <laughs> I took out five of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, 23 after the hour. <laughs> uh, I hope Chip has a sense of you. If he doesn't have a, chance, a sense of humor by now, then spending a weekend with me, yeah, Paul. But you see, you want your, your son or your daughter to marry into a family that's got a, a father-in-law who's a great guy, respectable, right up until wedding day. Like, that's the day where he becomes the star. Chip's dad ran the show. But when he brought his dad, who had military, you know, had medals as well, and, and his father, Larry, was 88 years of age, sharp as can be. And, you know, he's, he, you know, when they do the limbo and, you know, the 88 year old Larry's, you know, going lower than anybody there. And I'm going, I, you know, all of, his medals, through his, all, yeah. all of his medals were clanking, you know, and he brought his damn sword. 88 years old. Yes. Larry, he was killing it. Meanwhile, my side of the family, it's like, there's nothing to see here. There's the bar. Hey, anybody? My two brothers at the bar, they're not there. All right, we'll take a break. Alex Smith, which one is coming up? 
Uh, 24 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Simply Safe Home Security says it all right there in the name. Simple, simple because you install it. Safe. You can trust me on that. Protection 24 7 people who care. Experts train not only to keep you safe, but make you feel safe. U.S. News uh, recently called Simply Safe, quote, the best home security of 2021. They've been with us for over 10 years now. And, you know, the people who listen to me and believe in what I say and trust what I say, this is the way to go. You install it, you order it, there's no technician, there's no electrician comes into the house, and uh, you have professional monitoring, highly trained security experts. They're always there for you. No hidden fees, no pushy salespeople. There's no contracts to sign. Learn more about how Simply Safe can protect you and your family. Visit simplysafedan.com today. Customize your system and get a free security camera. Also, 60-day risk-free trial. There's nothing to lose. simplysafedan.com and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, let's see. What do I need to mention here? Other vans stop short. Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz vans, build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go that extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Alex Smith, he is the former Utah star, went to the 49ers, also went to the Kansas City Chiefs, Washington football team, had one of the more serious, severe, near-fatal injuries in football history, and decided to announce his retirement recently. And Alex Smith joining us on the program. Do you feel like a former player now? You know, 
it's funny because, um, you know, through the injury, I kind of almost fell into that as well. Like I, you know, I was on the brink of former football player, uh, for a while. So I, I felt like I've, I've dabbled in this, this, this pool before. And so, yeah, it's not unnatural for me. But also, like, is your routine the same? Like, you are you still training, working out? How does that work? Yeah, I honestly, I think my routine very much this time of year is the same. Yeah, I still, I still mix it up. I, I love enjoying. I mean, as a quarterback, listen, you, you, you know, me getting under a, a, a squat rack, you know, three hundred sixty-five <laughs> days a year isn't practical, nor does it help me be a better quarterback. So. Uh, for the last several years, I've enjoyed doing different things in the off season as far as training goes. And I still do those things. So that part of my life hasn't changed. I think here as, you know, as, as we creep towards summer and fall, obviously that's going to be the true test, you know, cause for the, for every fall for the last, you know, 25 plus years of my life, uh, it's revolved around football and, uh, you know, that, that obviously, uh, is set to change. So, um, I'm excited for it. You know, I know, I know it's not always going to be a smooth transition, but, but I look forward to the unknown and, and what lays ahead. But is it your mind or your body that has to be convinced right now? Like, Oh, my, my mind, without a doubt, my mind, my body has nothing to do with it. My body could, I, I, I could still roll. I'm in better shape than I was a year ago. I mean, I think the further I, I get removed from, uh, this injury, the, you know, the only, I'm only getting stronger. So my, my body feels better and better enough. But your body reminds you there's certain times of the year where you go, I'm supposed to be doing this, like late July or August. Like, what are you going to be like on a Sunday in September? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. I don't, I don't know if I'm, you know, if I totally know what that's going to be like, you know, I, I, if I'm ready for it. And obviously, I, I, time will tell when we get there. Um, I, I do think, yeah, I mean, for, for a chunk of my life, yeah, that, I've always had that release, you know, to go to, to, to lace up cleats and, and get back out on the field and, um, you know, push yourself in, in that kind of environment. And, and you can't simulate that anywhere else. You, you can't get that feeling, um, that rush, that sensation anywhere else. And, and so it is incredibly unique. So we'll see, we'll see if, uh, yeah, if, if, if I do miss it, I, I, I feel at this point, I'm in a great place. I, I, you know, I've played a ton of football. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all the things I can go do with my family and my kids, things that I've put off for a long time because of football. When did you have that epiphany that you went, okay, I'm good with this. <laughs> Honestly, the first, the first time I ever thought it, that it first hit me, this, this is no joke. I was, uh, I went, um, skiing and snowboarding with my kids. Uh, and it was something that I'd put off for a long time because of football ever since I haven't been since college. And then when the injury happened, I wondered if I doubted if I'd ever be able to go again. And uh, my my dad is my parents have taken my kids, so they they're pretty decent skiers at this point. I haven't ever been with them, you know. And I grew up. My dad taught me to ski when I was two years old. I grew up going with my family, and it was always this family environment. So I got to go this year. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Uh, for me, full of the, the same range of emotions. And the night before I had a ton of anxiety, couldn't, couldn't sleep, you know, wondering about my leg and how it hold up. And, uh, and then to get out there with my kids and my dad also, and, and, uh, for all of us to be on the mound together and my mom, and, you know, it was, it was an amazing experience. So for me, yeah, there was a moment where I, we paused on the side of the mountain and, I, and my two boys were next to me and, and, my, and my dad was there as well. And yeah, it definitely hit me that I, I want more of that. You know, I, I want to, I want to chase more of that. I've been putting that off for a long, long time and I can go do that now. And the reason I can go do it is partly because I pursued football, you know, that I knew if I pushed football as hard as I could, all the other things in life, I, I wouldn't have any limitations. So um, I'm excited to go, uh, to go knock down some more walls that I've built up. Yeah. But I thought it was a little pretentious of you to hold a press conference on the ski mountain there to announce that you were retiring. <laughs> I mean, nobody yeah. was there, but you know, yeah. you, you had your moment, had your press conference. And I thought all along the last month or so, six weeks that you would join urban and, and go to Jacksonville and help tutor Trevor yeah. Lawrence. But I, I didn't know the competitor in you that wants to start, you know, like, do I want to be a mentor? And, yep. and so yep. I wondered how, was that how difficult was that decision? 
Oh, I, I, I think you hit it. I, I battled that a lot internally. Um, that role, and I, and I have no problem, obviously, mentoring. I love it. I, in fact, you know, being a young quarterback, especially a, a high draft pick and expectations, and I enjoy talking about <laughs> the way not to do it. You know, for me, how I struggled with those expectations and, and anxiety, and you know, trying to get validation every single day. And I, I've, I feel like I never allowed myself that process to grow into that franchise quarterback. I, I felt like I had to be that day one and, and put a ton of pressure on myself to be that. And, and uh, it just mounted and mounted. And it was this, this cycle that was not productive at all. So I enjoy, you know, trying to help obviously, yeah, other young quarterbacks not go down that road, you know, and, and there's a better way to do it. And, and, uh, but I do struggle with the sense of, I, doing it in a role where you're playing, you know, and preparing and to, to be the starter and to go out there and, and do that versus the backseat that you're really now, you know, obviously it's, it's a lot of talk. It's a lot of talk, less playing. And, and so uh struggled if I wanted to do that, uh, what that looked like. Um, so yeah, all the, all those things, but it, Jacksonville definitely was uh same thing. It was, it was something that was really interesting to me. Um, Coach Myron and I are still, still close to this day. So you know, for the fact that I'll be close to 20 years down the line and he's now in the pros and, and to think about potentially helping him build that thing was was exciting to me. But in the end, you know, I think all those other things uh, won out. But if somebody offered you a starting job, if Washington said, hey, would we be having this conversation? Or would it be a different conversation? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I mean, I think for me, I wanted to see all the, op- all the options out there. I wanted to see everything that, that, that was on the table, obviously, including retirement and then make the most informed decision I could. I didn't want to rush anything. I wanted to see uh, everything that was out there. And, and uh, yeah, so I felt like I did that. Um, and, and, and based off all, all of those options, you know, yeah, I, I, at this point I'm, I'm moving forward with retirement, you know, I don't think you ever want to never say never, but uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm full steam ahead with that at this point. He's Alex Smith, former football player. You know, your one leg got all the attention. <laughs> it's your other leg that I'd like to give some attention to today. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, like it's done a lot of work there. Never gets any coverage, Alex. Never, and you know, and it's it's. Uh, <clears throat> I stole I stole some muscle from it too. My right leg <laughs> from my from my left. So my left. My left's been really, uh, you know, picking up the slack and it's been shorthanded. So, um, you know, it's amazing what the human body can do. And I remember when they were explaining to this, the procedure to me in the hospital and I'm like, wait, you're going to take, you're going to make my good leg. You're going to make it weaker. You know, you were, we're going to take one of my quad muscles. And I remember thinking at that point, my left leg was everything. I mean, the only way I got around was jumping around on my left leg at all. I mean, it was and I kept thinking, well, we're going to make this weaker so that I can, you know, and this one, it might not even work, you know, is what they keep telling you. And so it's funny now looking back, they tell you that your, you know, your, your left leg will adapt and, and you'll be surprised at how uh, strong it will get. And um, they were right. Funny. Those doctors were right. It's, it's crazy how, uh, how the human body uh, can adapt. And uh, I feel like my left leg's probably stronger than it was, but but before the injury and the operation where they where they took my muscle. You remember the last time we had you in person was in Minneapolis. I remember it well. And you got traded five hours later. Yeah, yeah. When you came in to do that interview, did you know you were going to be traded? A- absolutely, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good. It was face. it was one of those things like the. Um, you know, basically the trade had been, had been done. Uh, nothing had been signed or anything, but they're, you know, still working out the details, essentially, a, a, you know, you're, you're, you're signing an extension as well, but yeah, that was all basically kind of in the works and, and pretty much done at that point where I, I, I was with you guys that day. What's it like though, when you know, and, and you're going to see Matt Ryan's probably going to see this, uh, you know, the, the veterans see this, uh, Aaron Rodgers is seeing this when all of a sudden you see the future and you go, we certainly could have used that draft pick on somebody who could help us this year. So when the chiefs take Patrick Mahomes, what it, yep. you know, you know, your days are numbered. Did you feel your days were numbered? Um, you know, I think there were a couple things. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously they're taking a we, – we moved up to take Patrick. 
uh, early. So I knew, you know, no question, obviously the future uh, was, was in him. I think for me, I was going into my 13th year and I could either let this distract me from continuing to play good football, play winning football, um, you know, and, and certainly there were a lot of, you know, media distractions that try to pit us against each other. Or, you know, I, I could choose not to to buy into that and really not let it distract me from what I wanted to go do and continue down my road towards trying to reach my potential and play the best, you know, football I could play, which I felt like I was still going down that road. So I, I think through everything I'd been through, it was really me determined to not, you know, essentially here, not let this become another distraction for me. Um, and I, you know, I think thankfully, uh, and, and proud of the fact that, you know, we, everybody included in that Patrick, you know, coach Reed, the entire organization chose not to not let that be what everybody was trying to make it be, you know, that it could be done a different way that, that, that we could coexist that our, we weren't pitted against each other. And so, yeah, and ended up having probably one of the best years of my career, maybe the best, um, in the face of that. And essentially determined to tell myself that if I played good football, I was, I was going to have a job, you know, and, or I could let this distract me and not play good football, and then it would become this self-fulfilling prophecy. You, know? you made it tough on all the comeback players of the year that will follow you because probably not a lot of them. Well, did you nearly die? Did you nearly lose your leg? Well, Alex Smith did. Like, uh, like what did you come back from? You know, like, you really made it tough. Um, you know, I think that... <laughs> Uh, it's hard. I mean, football, you, the crazy thing is I think there's so much that goes on that doesn't get seen. I mean, obviously this is the, one of the most violent games on, on the planet and the carnage, and, you know, like the amount of guys that are up for comeback player of the year, every single year and the, and the, what they go through behind the scenes to get back the surgeries, uh, the toll this game takes on the, on the human body. Um, there's so many guys that deserve recognition. Um, certainly obviously what happened with me was unique, you know, in the sense of obviously the, the breaking my leg and then the infection on top of it. So, um, no, I mean, every, all those, I mean, everybody, you know, there's so many guys that, that deserve recognition for what they put in, uh, especially this time of year when no one's looking. Yeah. But if they come back from meniscus tear or something like that, <laughs> like turf toe, come on, Alex. I mean, you know. You made it tough. You did. You made it tough for all oh. these other people. How do you look in yeah. shorts, by the way? Does your, you know, your legs like you? Will... So it's funny. It's funny you ask. Like, yeah, it, it took me a long time to be able to wear shorts, you know, and, and show my leg. It, it, it was it was a long time before I could even own that, that that, uh, that this was me, that I wanted, that I was proud of my leg. <laughs> do you have uh, your shorts it, on it's now? Not, it's not pretty, Dan. Do you have shorts now, I, on I right don't. now? I have pants on. I would show it off, but I do have pants on. Take your pants um, off right now. Let me see what you look like, Alex. <laughs> um, no, it's it's not pretty, but uh, I am proud of it, you know, and, and what it's been through and what it means to me. But, yeah, it took me a long time before I could I could show it off and flaunt it, um, <laughs> you know, and that, that I could own it. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you. Uh, it's been great watching you. From uh, from you know the days in Utah to where you are today, and uh, you know you get to spend time with your family, and uh, I think, although I want to know what it's like, you know, because when I left ESPN, I went home, and I didn't have a job for uh, six months. And, you know, I was going to spend time with the kids, and I yeah. got home for about two weeks, and I went, oh my god, I, what am I doing here? So I, you might have. I think that. you're right. I think you're right. I mean, and I and I'm not planning. I don't. You can't do nothing. You know, I can't do nothing. So I got to find something. But I think, uh, you know what it is. Can can I can I find a balance? You know, good luck, Alex. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. That's Alex Smith. Maybe they named the Comeback Player of the Year Award the Alex Smith Award. Just throwing that out there. We'll take a break. We'll. Close up shop. Last call for phone calls. Take a break. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions 
on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We were just talking about my question to Alex Smith. Where I said, you know, do you wear shorts considering everything he's gone through with his legs? And, and he said, look, that, that's real. I, I didn't want to wear shorts and draw attention to my leg. And then when I said, do you have shorts on now? And he goes, no. And then I, I say to Alex Smith, take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes just getting the expressions on the other side of the glass. Usually Seton will give me like the true honest, uh, you know, his reaction. He'll, he'll be like, oh, my God. Like, or he'll disappear. His head will come down. You know, I can't see him because he's laughing. And when I said, uh, oh, you got shorts on? No, no, I got long pants. Take off your pants. <laughs> Take off your pants. Let me see what you look like. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, If only he would have taken off his pants. Uh, let's see. Uh, McLovin, what do you have? Uh, final results of the poll question. Uh, which quarterback's not going to work out? People are saying Trey Lance and Mac Jones are in trouble. All right. Uh, Sean in California. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. My uncle from another mother, my brother's behind the board. Hey, two times for chat row. Shout out snacks in Detroit. Um, five, eight, a luscious 185. All right. So I just want to call in real quick. Mazel tov to you, big homie. It's good to know you got you finally got one off the books. Yep, yep, my son. Now I got three daughters, and they got to pay for my funeral. So, oh, okay. And then real quick, man. Hey, shout out to Chip. You know we support our military people, but can Chip hang any Marconi's off that military uniform? Can he reference multiple sports Emmy nods? 
Uh, did they start putting Valor on IMDb pages nowadays? <laughs> um, you know, as great as Chip is, man, he's he's nothing compared to the great Nan Patrick. You're still one up in my books, and for everybody else, suck it, Chip. All right. Whoa! Oh, wow! Whoa. No, no, we we can't turn on can't no. turn on the father-in-law. He was almost there. Yeah, you disrespectful. Yeah, you can't turn on Chip there. Chip, Chip, you know, protected our country. I got to call a 20-second timeout here. On, on, like, Chip, Chip didn't, he didn't create this. Like, he just showed up in his dress blues with a bunch of medals on. And He's in now, though. He's in it. Brought, brought up, brought, who brings a sword to the cake-cutting ceremony? Chip. Well, I don't know, honey. Apparently, Dan's turned his radio audience against you, too. <laughs> what did you do with the wedding? I didn't do anything. I just. I when one of my daughters gets married, I swear I'm showing up in full military gear. Like I'm I'm going in, I'm getting something with medals on it. I wish my dad's uniform was still around. So I'd try to squeeze into that. Although he didn't have any medals, I don't think. <laughs> what did I learn today, Todd? That Mike Trout is the Daniel Day Lewis of baseball. They're both great, <laughs> but are you entertained by them? Mercedes Benz vans go far beyond for their customization options, cutting edge tech, five star sales, service, financial support crew. Mercedes Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile, taking the all important first step into an authorized dealership today. A lot of fun today. Let's try to do it again tomorrow. Seaton Pauly Fritzy McLovin, yours truly, Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.